You guys, welcome to Ghosted Stories. It's Chelsea. And Naren. And it's so exciting for me to reunite <laughs> with this, my former office mate and longtime coworker, producer, writer, fucking showrunner, yeah. what executive and podcast host in his own right, Andrew Goldstein. Hello. Andrew. Hi, ladies. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Hell of a commute. <laughs> we made it. Aaron and Andrew are both texting me like, I don't know what's happening. The train hasn't moved. Um, but I've heard yeah. so much about this apartment. It's very, I feel like honored <laughs> to be here. So Andrew and I first worked together. Let's just run through it. So we worked together back in, I think, actually what is refer- referred to historically as the day. 2007. Original TRL. The original. The dog days. Yes. The end of days of the, the original. <laughs> you guys sunset in TRL. We did. We yeah. did. We put it to bed. <laughs> we just walked it. We walked a TRL. Damien, Vanessa. Nay Manila. Le- Vanessa Lachey, Nay Manila. Well, she was Manila back then. Yeah. And uh, then all Susie. Yeah. Um, Caduce. Caduce. Never forget. Steven Never from forget. Uh, Laguna Beach. Yeah, it was Good. For that, a while. Those are the times. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, we worked together on the original TRL. And then later, a few years on VH1's Big Morning Buzz Live. And we shared an Everyone's office. Everyone's favorite morning show. I mean, if you haven't heard of Big Morning Buzz Live. Hosted by Carrie Keegan and then Nick Lachey. And then Nick Lachey. Wow. That's a very full, full circle. I never thought very about that. Very full circle. Um, but Andrew and I shared an office. And I could always rely on him for a pun and a fart noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask if you had some sort of machinery, but just mouth. No, just no mouth. I'm really good at it. You yeah, good you are it. really yeah, good really at good. it. really good. But it backfires on you because if you make it, if you do the really good fart noise in a in a uh, work situation, people think it's you that farted. Right. And you yeah. have to be like, no, I didn't fart. I just made the noise. I'm just so good And then they're like, what kind of psychopath it? just makes fart noises? <laughs> We're at work. You're like, so it's completely not a smart thing to when do. When you but have it's talent, talent, you got to use it. You got to do it. Mm. Uh, Andrew? I should go on America's Got Talent. Yeah, you should. I think lesser talents have won, or at least been finalists. You you used to have like a tally marker thing for every time I came to work with a wine stain on my clothes. Well, me and Devin (laughs) Delaquanti now at The Daily Show, very successful, very funny guy. Yeah, he was more into keeping track of your wine escapades, (laughs) but I just like to bring it up because I totally respect that you would come in wine stained, (laughs) semi-drunk. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I was like rounding it's the corner brand. of 30. I was right like on the cusp, or I was like yeah. 29, 30, and 31. It was big morning buzz, not big morning stone sober. Exactly. Yeah. So you're showing yes, up in the. Thank you. She was on thank brand you, always. <laughs> we would do like, um, you know, because like lifestyle segments on the, you know, like on any talk show, right? So like a cooking segment or like a cocktail segment. <laughs> and then we would just all after, like at 11 a.m. when we wrapped, drink the leftover cocktails. Yeah, yeah. of course. And just fall asleep at our desk. And like weird food demonstrations. <laughs> what was I actually? We will go onto the ghosting. I don't want to go too far down this lane. Yeah, this whole podcast could be career uh, stuff between me and Just Chelsea. Reminiscing. We, and that should cool. be it, the one day when we actually do a Patreon. That would be that. But unfortunately, it still doesn't exist because Aaron and I are lazy. But we're um, busy. <laughs> busy. We're lazy. <laughs> But I will just bring this up. Well, I guess I want to ask you if you have one particular memory of like a nightmare guest or just like a super fun or like a I can't believe we're doing this on television because I will sometimes on stage talk about the David Hasselhoff moment. Yeah, there were though. There's that. I know Devin has a crazy one with Tony Danza yet like screaming at him on the phone. Oh, yeah. To- Tony Danza. But that's a good story for Devin to producer. tell you. I, I, you know, I never had any um, really because I wasn't segment producing too much oh right only were, really in the beginning and then the i was kind of producer. like the den mother mm-hmm. um and stuff but i i you know once we transitioned to shane our second showrunner he made like i would just say yes to anything so i was like dressed up as a baby being like <laughs> having my diaper changed by um the middle brother from party of five what's his name um what, no, uh, chad like, uh no chad michael murray no, no, no that's no. someone else I always forget his name. He was the he he was like the heartthrob brother. Whoever Fox Scott Wolf Scott Scott Wolf Scott Wolf changed my diaper. I'm dressed in a completely nude (laughs) bodysuit. Was it because like he was a new father? Yeah, it was Nick Lachey versus um, Scott Wolf, and Dylan Unger was no Nico. 
who was on our staff was the right. other baby, and they changed our diaper. And we were like, like wow, wow, wee, wow. <laughs> and they were powdering and, me. And then did everyone win Emmys? Yeah, we all won Emmys. <laughs> so many Emmys. <laughs> Mr. T around my neck amount of Emmys. The yeah, we did a lot of weird stuff. But I I remember doing the David Hasselhoff thing, and maybe I'm remembering this incorrectly. Maybe it wasn't your idea, but I thought it was your idea. We David Hasselhoff was on, and I was producing him, and we thought it would be funny to do like pitch him new slogans because he has don't hassle the hoff so we pitched him new yeah. slogans like oh. turn your head and hoff and like get hoff my all line. puns but then of course puns because he's the pun master him and Devin. but then he i thought it was you andrew that said we should have one be say i can has cheeseburger because he had that terrible viral video oh, yeah. no. where his like daughters taped him drunk on the floor trying to eat a cheeseburger to, cheeseburger cheeseburger to be like stop drinking this is what you're like yeah. And I was like, I don't know if I can do it. But then our showrunner was like, fucking do it. Like anything's a rating. And he we did it. it. And you wore the shirt, right? Yeah. I was like, after, because I'm the one who I has to face David everything. Hasselhoff after. I'm the one who has to go in the dressing room and be like, thanks, David. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, what the fuck? He go, was mad. Uh, well, you could see on TV and like when I sometimes tell a story on stage, it's like the range of emotions, you know, like yeah. like delighted realization, <laughs> horrified, angry, realize, like, realizing you're still on TV. <laughs> like, you know, at this point, if you're Hasselhoff and you get booked on any TV show, you know, he knows that some producer on that show is going to come across that video right. of him drunk on the ground yeah. eating a cheeseburger. Yeah. So he's got to be. You gotta be on waiting your toes. For it. He's gotta if be waiting for if it. If you're, yeah, if there's footage of you drunk on the ground eating a cheeseburger, but you just gotta always be ready for it. I would say to any young uh, production people listening, just say yes to everything. If you're on a show that nobody's watching, you're throwing darts at the wall. Yeah. Say yes to everything, and uh, just make weird shit happen. Yeah. Maybe at least it'll That's get bad get press. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Well, and you'll get good stuff for your reel. So Andrew is now uh, show running a show on Complex. Open late with Peter Rosenberg. How's Wednes that going? We drop Wednesdays at seven on YouTube. Uh, last week, last cycle, we were Thursdays at ten, but now we're Wednesdays at seven on YouTube, and it's kind of like a hip hop late night show. Basically, Complex brought me in, and I built their first like like studio show with like oh, nice. multiple segments, different locations. We're out. We're in. We have music performances. You're up, you're down. I'm, I hired, you know, so. But the quick story I wanted to tell you off air, but I'll just tell you on air, is that <laughs> like but at the end of 2017, I was hired to help launch the new TRL. Right. And, uh, right. Didn't Ugh. go well. Yeah. I mean. Even though the show is a huge success now. <laughs> kidding no kidding. it didn't go well it's and, literally over and i left and it, it was a very like uh it just didn't feel great uh when i left and i said my new year's resolution for 2018 was i'm gonna stop chasing titles and rate and sh and names of shows and hosts and all that stuff and just like i want to work with dope people doing like dope things stuff you can yeah, people about. i trust and people yeah. i care about and you know i'm not like a big spiritual guy but i put it in the universe and literally I made that resolution in like two days or three days later, my friend Peter Rosenberg from Hot 97 and ESPN and WWE, he hit me and he's like, hey, I have this opportunity at Complex. I know it's a big jump for you, but like, would you come and do this with me? And I was like, you know what? This is it. I, I, this like, is I recognized I it happening yeah. and I was like, I'm going to do it. And I'm just it's so much fun. I, That's my quick. Little well, I love that because it yeah, dovetails so much into what we always talk about on the show too, right? With like putting it out in the universe, like what you're looking for in a relationship or I mean really with anything. Yeah. And I truly could. I mean, I've thought so many times about starting another podcast about career stuff because I could talk about that forever. Like I love asking people like what, what's your path? What's the dream? Like, what, and it's so interesting to hear, you know, whatever, the older you get or that sounds so corny, but you realize that the people every single person, every person that you look at and you're like, they did it, they did it, or like they're killing it, they're doing what I want to do. Every single one of those people, not to say that they're necessarily unhappy with what they're doing, but every single one of those people also wishes they're doing something else. Yeah. You know, like everyone wishes they're... you don't think about that when you're in, this, that. in the stressful place. No. And oh God, I mean, literally this could be another. Email us, ghostedstoriespodcast at gmail.com if you want this to be a separate podcast. Also I will say, uh, too, shameless self-promotion on my podcast, Sorry I've Been So Busy. Yes. Mac Oldich and I talk to really busy people on. about what they are busy doing all day. And a lot of it ends up being career stuff yeah. with writers and producers and on-camera people and comedians of like how they made all of their sort of yeah. uh, occupational dreams come true. Yeah, totally. 
we were just talking about that recently, Aaron, with you and putting stuff in the universe and some stuff that are both of us, I guess, with like our career stuff. Yeah. Just got to put it out there. It works. And also it's like talking to people about what you really want. I feel Mm -hmm. like for a long time I was always like nervous about that or like nervous about vocalizing that. Yeah. What people would think or people are like, oh, she wants to do that. Or like she thinks highly of herself. Right. But I think that you do that and and people are mostly really genuine and then do seek to try to help you out. Like people want to help you out too. As long as you're not a dick about it. Right. Like just don't be annoying. But like all all anybody can do if you email them like, hey, uh, I would love to like sit down and get a cup of coffee with you. The only thing, the only bad thing that can come of that is them saying no. Yeah. Right. Or just not responding. They're yeah. not going to be like, what the fuck? That's what I always you tell people too. You mean ghost? Yeah. <laughs> Great segue. <laughs> yes. People love to talk about themselves. So just ask people to get coffee, informational interviews, like for real. Um, okay. So let's talk about this. Did let's we shit it. on MTV enough? I, I wanted could, to shit on that them That could be a whole separate podcast <laughs> that you and I host. <laughs> But I don't want my MTV is what (laughs) you're going to call it. (laughs) Exactly. I've had enough. (laughs) MTV. I've had enough. Yeah. Um, Can we speed this up? I have to get home to watch the Shahara Chronicles (laughs) with with nobody else. You're their one Uh, audience member. They'll know if you're not watching. Exactly. Oh, shit. Andrew did not tune in tonight. Um Okay, so you are going to talk about some of your dating days, but currently, hey I mean, you've been off the market. You're a married man. Sorry, ladies. you got a bun in the oven. Yeah. I am married uh, almost two years in October. It'll be two years in October. Sorry. And um, <laughs> we have a baby coming also in October. My God. Little boy. Did you plan that so you could all have the same anniversary? No. No. <laughs> no here, nobody tells you in your 20s, all you do is stress about like am i going to get this girl pregnant i don't want to get this girl pregnant condoms 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 and then you get in your 30s and you actually try to start making a baby and it's like oh there's eight minutes a month where a girl can get <laughs> pregnant why did nobody not tell me this it's and so true by no, the way is. i'm exaggerating eight minutes yeah. <laughs> it's like two and a half it's insane it and then i'm like well how does every nfl player like wh- what, what kind of super <laughs> sperm are they working with? And it's like, well, they're in their 20s. They're like yeah, high exactly. conditioned human beings exactly. having sex with 21 and 22 year olds who are super fertile. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They're in the fertile period. And As then we I, get the time in life. That's when called you Goldstein generalizes <laughs> all athletes. <laughs> New segment here on Ghost. We're going to keep it. We're going to keep but it. But anyway, yeah, it, it was a big learning experience. And, you know, we had our issues. And, and um, again, you put it out in the universe. You stay positive and, and, uh, now we have a little bun in the oven. We're very excited. And uh, we're, you know, my we're like going to Bye Bye Baby and asking oh about Bjorns God. and Jamie's sending me uh stroll. We have a, you know, you do like Punch Buggy or we, you see, whatever. That's an old game. But we, we've since been doing it with like, we used to do it with um, Soul Cycle clothes. Okay. If we saw like a girl on the street in Soul Cycle clothes, we would give each other a tap. <laughs> now, if we see a stroller, we tap and say what kind of stroller it is. Oh, like, so you're just getting good like, at that. Oh, up a baby, Vista. <laughs> <laughs> up a baby. Like you're doing well. <laughs> That's the good stuff. I always, when people talk about baby stuff, when there used to be a baby's RS before they went under, me and my boyfriend were walking down near Union Square and saw a guy in like dressed up hop out, like, cab like screeches to a halt in front of babies are us guy dressed up like runs out of it runs into babies are us and like cab is just there with the meter running and i'm like wow i want to know like more about that guy's life he's just like keep the meter running and like running into grab i, I mean i don't know like a i like need a- pump <laughs> i need pump clamps <laughs> exactly like what is that guy's life about i want to know more um so I feel like, well, I want to ask you some more relationship questions. How so that feels that works? feels like it. Can you tell me specifically <laughs> how our babies when made? A mom We've been asking everyone. It is and not a dad easy, love guys. each other very much. But before, because I feel like this just feels like it's tra- tra- uh, transitioning into the relationship portion. So before we do that, we have a segment we make everyone do in case someone just might not have access to Google, even though they're listening to a podcast. Just mm. don't don't think about it too much. Just go with it. Um, who would play you in the movie of your life so so people can envision you in their mind's eye? Who's who's uh, your celebrity doppelganger? Well, I've got many times I've gotten uh, the lead singer of Third Eye Blind. 
I don't even think I know what he looks but like I don't off the top of my head. I don't think I look like him anymore. And then... <laughs> but did you used to? And here's the crazy... Yes. Here's the crazy part. I got to Google this guy. This sounds like I'm like uh, patting myself on the back. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't really see it, but it's happened to me, m- I would say, more than 10 times out in public. More than 10 times? Uns- un- unsolicited. People have stopped me and asked me if I was Bradley Cooper. What? And I don't see it at all. <laughs> I didn't mean to sound so surprised. <laughs> no, but I've also you're... I've known you for like ten years, so <laughs> I think it's my I think it's my nose. <laughs> I think I have Bradley Cooper's nose. Okay, I mean I, I always say he has way better hair than I do. If you put Bradley Cooper's hair on me and you just went from my top lip up, right. I think I get it. I don't we, like not. We, see I, it. Definitely, exactly I definitely, I definitely don't have his jaw. That, I do not have his jaw. Aaron, those are the, my exact words I was going to use. Okay. I don't not see it. Yeah. But like, I don't know if I go but there. I, but I think it's all. I've also weird known you for a long time. Middle American tourists right. come and they're like, "Is that Bradley Cooper?" <laughs> do you say I yes? Love and this. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm the Coop." Does your wife <laughs> love it? Has she ever been with she you? She is. Be- it hasn't happened in a while, but when it did happen, and she's witnessed it a couple of times, and she's like, I don't understand. <laughs> what are they seeing? That's such a great compliment. I love that. I also, guy. I have the third eye blind guy What's up. His name again? I just Googled third eye blind lead singer. Oh, a little, I guess. I can see it. If you I see him see with it. stubble, I have like a Steve pretty. Stefan Jenkins? Stephen Jenkins, Stephen yeah. Jenkins? I have a pretty thick. Stephane. I used to do stubble. <laughs> I used to do stuff right, like right. really low right. uh, stubble beard. Now I'm right. I'm pretty thick, so I think those t- two comparisons go away. But those are the two I've gotten. Okay, I'm into both of those. Maybe it's somewhere in between. But really, playing Stephane me would Jenkins have to be somebody way more Jewy. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could get Bradley Cooper. Who's like the good Jewy actor now? Oh, I mean, who isn't? I'm not I a, feel like uh, way cooler we than Michael Sarah. My oh no, not Michael Sarah. Yeah, definitely not Michael no, Sarah. It's not that. I'm not like that. Someone like I don't know. Email us at ghostedstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, check me out. Who's your favorite Jewish, Jewish I, actor? But I'm not exaggerating. It's ha- <laughs> o- like an old couple stopped me once in a banquet so situation where I, we shared the back. Oh my you know? god! And they they wrap they they um. Reached around the banquette to tap me on the oh, shoulder, and we're like, around. "Are you, are you the guy from the uh, movie with the Philadelphia Eagles?" <laughs> and I was like, "Bradley Cooper." They're like, "Yes," and I was like, "I'm not him," <laughs> but thank you. But then did they go? That's what someone who was him mm-hmm. would say. You're just being coy. Bradley you should Coops. just start signing signing autographs. I always wish I looked like someone enough to be asked for an autograph, and I would just sign it. You'd make yeah. that person so happy. You know, who, who are you hurting at that stage? What's that? Who are you hurting yeah, at exactly. that stage? No it one. doesn't matter. No one. You're just making everyone's life better because then the actual person isn't getting asked. Yeah. At that moment, at least. Either way. Okay, great answer. So Bradley Fun Cooper, Stefan Jenkins, um, thank you. <laughs> and so now... <laughs> I want to know. I want to know. We always ask our guests about sort of like broad strokes relationship history. Like, were you in a lot of committed relationships? Were you mostly dating? And kind of give us that and then transition mm-hmm. to how you actually met your wife. If, uh, if you well, we, that's a fun story. But uh, we, I uh, sort of like my later teenage years had like a thing, like somebody I met and then she came, ended up coming to the camp I went to. What? Which I was like a big Jewish overnight camp guy, like <laughs> fourteen summers kind of thing, and she into your late teen, you're like a CIT, you're a counselor. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. just like I'm coming back. It was the best. I'm such a it. camp advocate. So she, <laughs> I met her at like an I international. I met her at like an international convention of like a Jewish youth group, oh, and so she went to like the the um, New England version of my camp. Okay, there are many of the camp I went to, and then we, I convinced her to like leave that one. And come to ours. Ooh. And wow. she came, and then we dated like um, that summer. And then we we're like going into freshman year of college, and we we're like, we're gonna stay together. And then she went to Wisconsin, and I went to Temple University. And it was like a weekend. She was like, I'm fucking three guys because <laughs> I'm at a giant state school. And I was like, I'm in North Philadelphia, <laughs> infatuated with you. So. And then the next summer, like everything was back on and then it happened. You know, it was one of those things. So uh, there was that. And then in New York, 
Uh, one pretty significant relationship in my later 20s uh, with somebody I met because I was an NBC page and oh right and I met yeah. her she was working yeah. on Conan at the time she was one of Conan's assistants and oh uh, we dated for a, we, we dated for a while and then when I got out she of she started that, dating Conan O'Brien no oh. when I got out of the out of that relationship and recovered from it uh, that's when J date like. Online dating had just sort of kind of started. Got it. And I went on like a good five-year J-date like rampage. Like a binge. Oh, my God. A pre-swiping. Pre-swipes. <laughs> just like full-on like desktop. full-on desktop wow. at Viacom, like closing the door, <laughs> chatting with these girls. And um, I also, that also lines right up with like getting my first um, solo apartment like not living with brothers or bunkmates or roommates. It was the first time I ever lived alone. So it was like, could be really shady. Could like, didn't have to explain anything to anybody. And it was like, it was fun. It was great. Just living the life. Yeah. Living that bachelor life. And we'll we'll get into that. Because that five-year span is where all my good stories come from. Mm. (laughs) And then uh, how I met Jamie, the quick story is that uh, when I was at Spike TV, which was for a while... We had a shoot uh, with my host. It was like a, it was the show was called the weekend pregame. It was like telling guys what to do that weekend. Okay, but it kind of just turned into cool jobs, and it was interstitial, so it would be in little parts, like wrapped around a, a movie or something. Cool. So we did. Uh, we were doing a. We were doing an episode at Burger and Barrel, which is a restaurant on Houston. You're also a big burger guy. Big burger guy, and so he was doing like in pieces, like learning to make this like really amazing award winning burger with the chef, chef. Josh Capon and my host. And so Jamie was re- was like an intern at her agent at the agency representing Josh Capon. And so she was there as sort of like oh the publicist God. and I was there as the writer. And we I remember w- this story now. I was like, I thought I knew how they met, but I forgot. But and I do we remember were she's flirting a the whole morning, basically talking about The Bachelor. Uh, here's a tip, guys. Watch shit that girls watch <laughs> and talk about it to them. <laughs> Aaron's like, that, uh-huh. Literally, my <laughs> only move throughout my entire life in terms of breaking the ice with a girl would yeah. be like, if I overheard them talking about The Bachelor or 90210 or like Melrose Place, any of those, like yeah. I would jump right in. The Otherwise, Bachelor is just like so watchable and so easy to form now, opinions especially. on. Yeah. Right. Like you have your guy. And like younger, it's so easy. I mean, I'm sure younger, younger works yeah. nowadays yeah. if you're yeah. in a Brother Jimmy's or right. something. <laughs> like, are you Team Charles or Team the Italian guy? <laughs> Anyway, so, and then the quick, so um, we hit it off and then we were just like friends and colleagues and then I got the job at The Buzz and you remember like early on we couldn't get like big celebrity guests. They were like, we need chefs, we need mixologists, we need bakers and I hit her up and I was like, hey, I just got this job, who do you got? And in the first uh, cycle of the show, we got like eight of her agency's clients on and she would come a lot of the time. Like she would well, she was almost like a regular at our show because right. she was bringing all these chefs and that was kind of our dating and we may so have gone fun. out like one or two times sort of at, for business to talk about these opportunities right. but then at the at the end of that cycle I kind of m- weaseled my way I was just like uh, we should go out to celebrate our like collabo <laughs> here and we went to the Spotted Pig and well, we had this like great dinner and we made out that night and then I walked home and I was like I gotta break up with Rachel <laughs> oh no <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, I see so much potential. This is like a girl I met organically, like the yeah. real way. Not to say meeting online is sure. inorganic, sure. but like I was just like, this th- is there's the potential dream. here. This I've, is a dream. I've liked this girl for six months. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Also, funny thing, um, postscript I always tell about the story is that uh, when I was um, when I was uh, researching her, when I was like sleuthing to like find out her deal, right? And I found her on Facebook. Her Facebook profile picture was with a guy. And I was like, oh, she's dating somebody, of course. And so, like, I didn't pursue it in those, like, oh six months God. of, like, friendship, colleague-ish relationship. And then who was the guy? It, it was her GBF. Oh. And I was like, you idiot. Guys, guys and girls, everybody. I'm like, don't. Stop it. Stop don't it post the, a profile yeah. pic with a guy if you're single. If you're looking. If you're a single yeah. girl, don't post a profile pic with, yeah. a, with a guy. And if you're a guy, don't post one with, like, you're, like, you're like yeah. ex-girlfriend right yeah totally and completely that's just sh- some that's like 101 i'm out Come here on, spitting people. gems yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ladies 
Anyway, so and then uh, we, that was it. We never fully actually dated. We we like courted each other through work relationship and friendship. And That's so fun. from that That's dinner nice. on, we and then that next Friday we went out. Like I broke up with Rachel at like seven, and then I met her at nine. <laughs> And Were you like, and uh, we've been we, to, and we've been together ever since. Ever since. That's who, sweet. Yeah, who was the Rachel? Rachel yeah. chick? was, was again, she like someone through, J, through JJ? Someone you were just well, I mean, obviously, I would hope like someone she you were like high. seeing. It wasn't like you, you guys were talking about like we, serious. It was shit. like maybe like, like a month or two, yeah, right? And um, I think she got mad at me once because like she mentioned in passing, like, oh, we should go away this weekend to, to like a bed and breakfast or something. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of cool. And then like it got to Thursday, and she's like. So what are we doing? And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> She's like, are we going to... Th-? And I like kind of... Uh, I was like, no, I don't think I could do that. Right. And then uh, she got mad about that. And then we got back to an okay place. But then the Jamie thing happened. And I went out, well, I went to her apartment after work. And I was like, it's just, I don't know. I'm just not feeling it. What do you think Rachel's doing now? How did she take it? She was so boring. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what she's doing. She worked in HR, so uh, probably awful, boring things. <laughs> what do you think about, like, she's putting you on con- seminars. You didn't ghost about- her. She, you, no, we, you fully broke she's like literally right. one of the only people who I had, like, a sit down with. <laughs> we had, like, a legit sit down breakup. Did well, okay. Then let's get in your ghosted stories. But before you do that, can I get a hair tie because I am sweating? Go. Okay, hang on. You edit this. I'm like, I edit it. Well, Should we like stretch? Should we keep talking? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Chelsea got really quiet for a few minutes. Yeah, that's okay. Um, as Chelsea gets her hair tie, what do you think of my origin story with my wife? I love it. I think it's so that's cute. A good one. But then I also like that you guys didn't jump into dating immediately yeah. when you both thought each other were like cute and ready for it. I think it's nice that you guys built up six months of yeah, experiences you know, it was together. Like the early days of texting. And so like we would, we were like texting, like she worked in food and mm-hmm. I was really into food. And so I, if I went to a cool restaurant with, with like a friend or something, I would text her and be like, yo, I just had this dope meal. Like it was a way for me to communicate with her. Cause that yeah. was like our, our um, topic of choice, you know? And it just, by the time we actually started dating, we knew so much about each other already. Yeah, that's what they always say, that you should date friends. Yeah. You yeah. should be friends first. And you guys were. Does she you still work it. in food? She does. Oh, nice. All right. Her name? Yes. The Barefoot Contessa. Whoa! <laughs> Kidding. But what, I would smash the barefoot contessa. I would smash the barefoot Who contessa. Who wouldn't? She's, there's something sexual about her. But I'm like, put shoes on, <laughs> please, because your feet are gross. <laughs> Wait, what is her husband's name? Michael? She's always talking. He's always on his way home. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Is it Michael? It might be Michael. I know. I'd like to hear their origin story. Yeah, that guy spies. never gets home. What's <laughs> <laughs> the deal? She makes these big where, elaborate where meals. all the time. <laughs> oh, Do you Michael. think we can get the Barefoot Contessa? He's banging she, she Rachel sounds, Ray. If you're the Barefoot Contessa. Oh, God. Paula Dean <laughs> threesome. <laughs> um, email us at ghostedstoriespodcast.com. Can you If you're the Barefoot Contessa. Um, okay, so Andrew Goldstein, tell us some of your ghosted stories. Hmm. Well, like I said, I went on this like good five year, like a, the, a bender, the if you will. start of um, online dating, pre-swiping, really jumped into J-Date. So this was like the late, this, this is like right like, around 2010-ish, like right around is, in there. I would say like, oh, well, 06, I was with like wwe so i would say like two 2007 like right around to like yeah yeah 2007 yeah, so to 2011 so that really is yeah that's like prime just like pre desk yeah. desktop it's era. like analog uh <laughs> online dating you're doing like carrier pigeons i was faxing girls will you and then the next fax comes go out with <laughs> no um okay so the bi- the one I t- the one I talk about all the time is that uh, I J Day messaged a girl. She was like, "It's my birthday tonight. Come to my party. Ooh. Come to like w- uh, this bar on the Upper East Side." Was that like one of the first messages, or had you had a back and we forth? We had been talking. We had You'd been go, chatting. Back and and she was like, That's still bold. She's though. like, I'm, bold. All she said was, "I'm going away for. I'm going away, uh, but my birthday." drinks is tonight you should come by and i was like well how late are they going because i wasn't going to go like early you know because right, right. like a guy you're like well i want to be there at the end right 
Right. When I want to exactly. swoop in when right. you're just drunk enough. And right. she's like, oh, we'll be there late. So I was like, okay. So I like literally got there at like 11 and there were like six people left at the party, one oh, of which wow. was like her brother. And oh, she was like boy. completely, um, she was pretty gone, pretty Chelsea whited. <laughs> <laughs> and um, trademark. We like chatted for a little and like laughed and she like introduced me to her brother and whatever. And I was still uncomfortable about saying that we met on J-Date. Sure. I don't remember what I said. But anyway, so then I was like, uh, I was like, do you want to get out of here? And she's like, yeah, uh, let's go to this bar by my apartment. And I was like, oh, okay, that's great. So we went to this like (laughs) dive bar by her apartment, her apartment. Okay. You know, when you go through the Midtown Tunnel, there's those apartments that are like past the tunnel but still in manhattan yeah and you're like who the fuck lives there she lived there she lived there <laughs> impossible to get God. like flash forward to when we dated for a little bit it's so impossible yeah. to like walk there and walk home how would you anyway, ever we go to this dive bar have like half of a drink and we go back to her place and lots of things happen and in the middle of that <laughs> can she you goes, expound upon the, i'm confused she, about that part she goes she's like I'm leaving for six months uh, tomorrow for like a like a work sem- like a work thing. Oh, what to like Thailand? Six months? What yeah. did she do? She had like a six months. Th- it was something in tech. I don't know. Oh it was very strange. And she was like, "You could communicate with me on." And she gave me like this WhatsApp type yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. And we ended up. We were like. We would like message each other for a, a bunch of that time. And then when she came back, we like actually dated for a little bit what but i always found it strange that like somebody she had never met invites invited me to her to her birthday and then takes me home and then we had sex you're and then uh, if my wife's listening hello we had had sex and then she left and i was like who does that She's bold. What I like about her is she just cuts to the chase. Yeah, I mean, she's like, we're not going to do weird dates. Like, you're coming to my birthday drinks late. We'll probably fuck, and then we're going to text for six months. Yeah, but like, why do anything else? I think the part though that she actually like was trying to keep in touch with you for six months is the part that seems like the most interesting. Well, she loves right? the I can understand she why. Day, <laughs> she's like, ooh, but unexpected. I didn't even get but, to why I ghosted her. Okay. Oh, so, so I you, didn't think you ghosted her. Were you, I mean, obviously you were like hooking up with other people during yeah. the time. But, but you I guys were talking. I was excited about this. Oh, okay. I was like, I saw some potential. Okay. I was like, right. oh, this is so, okay. this is exciting. Obviously, I was like a little weirded out. I was like, I wonder how many people she like. But it's a like great origin story. You never know. Yeah. You never know. Okay. And she got back and we dated and, uh, um, her apartment was a mess. She had a, she had like a, a bulldog. Okay. And I mean, it got to the point where I, my breaking point was I slept over one night and I woke up in the middle of the night and my face was on actual mattress. <laughs> oh, God. Because the fitted sheet had like, didn't fit. And it was covered in dog hair. <laughs> and I, I, my cheek was like on actual mattress. And I thought I was you like, were going to say the dogs, there like was dog, balls were in your face. There was dog shit everywhere in her Who apartment. Who took care of the bulldog while she was in Thailand? I don't know, man. There were like wee-wee pads oh, and God. dog shit on the wee-wee pads. It was just a bad sitch. So, but we had fun. She was also a little boring there wasn't much to talk to her about how did you ultimately like what happened did she send you a couple of texts that you just like like never took her out with, she came out with my friends it was like the first time i kind of like publicly brought sure. her out and it was fine it, but i and then we literally just never <laughs> spoke again so did she try to hit you up it was it like a more of a mutual i think it was like i think if i have it correctly i think it was like you want to do something next Wednesday? Sure. And then Wednesday came and like just, just nobody. nobody. Yeah, yeah. We just like it. We, we, I think we both let it just fade away. Right. I think we both probably kind of felt it after that date where like she came out with my friends and it like didn't feel right. It wasn't quite the mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Yeah. But she had a pool in her building, which was fun. Oh, we used it once. That was see. Fun. That's a game changer. Yeah. That's a trickier. But so. That's a trickier breakup. I was uh, turned off by A. She lived like an animal. And, but she an was animal. a very, she was like a pretty girl put together, had like a career. And then her apartment was a mess. Disaster. And then she lived uh, in basically the water. Right. <laughs> I can't even picture where those apartments are. <laughs> where okay. do you live? You know, like to where Roosevelt the land Island? almost turns into water? So, right there. 
Yeah, like I would, if I slept over her place, I would wake up and then have to get back to my apartment to go to work. And it was like a full hour. Because basically you would have no to walk. There's no subway over there. Right, because it, it's around it's 34th Street. York Avenue right? in the water. That's, oh, right, God. exactly. Yeah. I didn't know there was past York. No, it's, there is. No, it's those two <laughs> buildings past the tunnel. The entrance of the tunnel is like, well, you can't see. It's a podcast. Yeah. But the entrance of the tunnel. And then there's two buildings past it. it. Yeah. Like in the middle yeah. of the tunnel. It's like still a walk. Manhattan. It's like like her life, if she's still there, was forever changed by the Second Avenue subway finally being finished. Because yeah. before that, you, it, would, oh, it, it would be a full, what, like 20-minute walk to the subway? Tell me about it. I lived at 90th and 3rd and 83rd and 2nd for oh, the first God. like five years of my time in New York. And no. all I did was take the 2nd Avenue bus <laughs> down all the way downtown <laughs> to the East Village. I'm all the way back up. And then the subway the comes Avenue, finally two years ago. The second ago, Avenue like, subway ah. would have changed my life. Hmm. So you go to like, the... That's like my biggest... That's probably my the one I talk about the most. Because it, it was just so strange that like... She, I, she was like... my The male side of me was like so cool. We like fucked on the first date. Right. But then at the logical side of me was like, that's not cool. Like how many people does she do that with? This is weird. See, but that's an interesting... Let's go into that because I sometimes... Um, I, that goes into the whole thing of like girls, I think, are afraid to sleep with a guy on the first date because of that. I mean, now we're just getting into the stereotypical yeah. double standard but cliche guys, of it all. I but think like, what doesn't get talked about is that guys think about it, too. That it's not all high fives. Right. When that happens. Sometimes, like, but Sometimes then, guys are like, oh, you must have not really cared about her. Like, what? No, guys will be like, because, yeah, th- there's always going to be one smart like thoughtful guy in the group who's like well that's probably not the first time she's done that but does it yeah, like, matter it's not a reflecting on so it's just a reflecting poorly on the woman it's not like no, it's them being like, like you're being too overall, careless overall it's probably not the best pra- like and the, it's probably not the best practice because you feel like you're not special or because you feel like no, oh no I want like a girl who's Jewish guy who doesn't get sex on the first date like it just it was never really an opportunity like it it's not something that happened to me often got it so it was just like, oh, okay. I okay. was super okay. like, wow, this is crazy. And then she left. The whole scenario was crazy. It. Like, come to my birthday so I can get it in with somebody <laughs> I don't know before I leave for Thailand for six months. See, that to me, the fact that she was leaving makes more, well, makes, uh, yeah. get it in on the first night whenever you want to. But it makes even like, more you. sense you, you to me like that she guy. did it because, right, because she's like, fuck it. But then she came I'm back from Thailand and I was like, I don't know what she has. But what about any guy who? But okay, of course, saying, anybody who comes back from Thailand, male or female, <laughs> you have to give them like a good couple weeks. Oh, I thought you meant just because she had sex in the first date. You mean just like she might have picked no, up something Thailand. in Thailand? Sorry, apologies to she anyone. She could have eaten a bad chicken satay on the street <laughs> and get listeria. Thailand. <laughs> who knows what that does to the vagina? Um, so that one, I heard I, you can contract STDs from chicken satay. Yeah, well, it, you know, it <laughs> depends how you're eating. Whatever it. you need. <laughs> Uh, with the peanut sauce. Listen, <laughs> I also I broke up with a girl, or pretty much. Oh no, this is a good one. This another girl dated her for a good chunk of time. I can't. Re- I don't really know how to ballpark it. But I there were a couple things wrong like with months. her. A she had a dietary thing that I was just like, there's no long term thing here because I like. She's to allergic eat. to burgers. No, she had like. I don't want to say Crohn. I don't want to say Crohn's or coli- maybe colitis. Okay. One of those two. And it was just like, I love to eat. Too. It wasn't about like being grossed out or anything. Like, I don't care about that, but it was like, I love to eat so much that I don't want to be held back because the person I'm with like has to special order or can't eat this. And is like, or you feel guilty going to the restaurant you want yeah. to go to. So that was because, the first thing yeah. when I, but I liked her and we were, I was like, this could, this could be fun. Uh, but I knew there was like a, a, uh, expiration date because the dietary thing at first. And then the other thing, this is a weird one. This is so fucking weird and Seinfeldy, but like a bunch of dates in, we were flipping through her like photo albums and I was like, she does not take pictures well. She looked awful in every picture, and I was like, "Is this what you really look like?" Oh, I thought you meant she was a bad photographer, no, like things were in frame and shit. I, was I like, really, <laughs> I, I can't have sex with a girl unless they take perfectly lit photos. <laughs> no, she. It was like the, she looked like a totally different. It was person the episode of Seinfeld with the um, the Wiz, right? 
where right. he, he looked really good looking in person, but in all, or he looked good in the ads, in the and ad. then in person, she was like, oh my God, you're What's a happening? monster. So like, you were like, she how like, I can't I thought she was post cute. pictures of this girl on social media. Everyone's going to be like, what the social fuck is going on? Yeah, we, they barely had social media. It was just But Facebook. it was just one it of those things It was more like going and taking like, her out with my weird. friends. Is that how people see her? Like I was, again, I was an asshole for five years. So I was just like, this isn't going to work. <laughs> well, right. And it's also just an indication that you obviously didn't feel that strongly yeah. about her. I mean, you don't go to these awful lengths when you like right. somebody. Exactly. And then, but here's, like looking this is more uh, terrible about me oh, good. go on this is why the go way on. i got out of it because i was such a puss <laughs> was i lo- it was right around you know it was in the period of time where i wrote i wrote five mtv new year's is right, right live right. new right. year's like Times square shows uh in a row i was like the bruce valanche of, right. of uh, <laughs> mtv new year's and we dated like up to it and then Obviously, I spent like four, like a whole week intense, like in the building. Didn't see her. She had her own plans because I had, you know, the show. And I, that was right around the time I was like, I got, I got to get out of this right. thing. And I, she was like, I feel like things are like the next day or like the second of January. She's like, I feel like things are weird. And I was like, and I lied and told her that I made out with somebody on New Year's. And <gasps> she's like, I knew it. But I didn't make out with anyone on oh New Year's. But I used it as an excuse because I was like, well, if I say this, it all makes sense. And that's, it really is, it, it's, it is the perfect out because then she can just be like, oh, well, he was a fucking you, dick. Yeah, you have the fight mm-hmm. and you're done with and it. And then you're out. And I then lied about She's the hero in it. She's the hero yeah. in it. She's like, what an asshole. That's great. That's, that's not we, bad. We, years later, saw each other on the subway, still in my five years of being an asshole. We saw each other on the subway, and I was like, do you want to get a drink? And she was like, yeah. And we no had, and way. And we had like a one-off s- sexual experience. That's kind of fun. Yeah. And Did you it. like talk at all? Was it weird? I was never, there we all? didn't talk about any of the details. But was it, did you at all have that moment of like, oh no, yeah. I thought we were on the same page with this being a one-off, but what if we're not? Oh, no, no, no. It was okay. totally. It was totally same page yeah. one-off. That's like the ideal yeah, experience. Yeah, That's that fantastic. Fun. But I, I lied about hooking up with someone just to get out of the relationship. <laughs> I love that. I'm, I'm, I'm all for a lie that just makes the other person feel like they came out on top. I mean, obviously it's not, uh, she, felt bad about I think it in that moment I'm it sure going but exactly like, she probably yeah. might have been wanting especially if she said I feel like things are weird she could have been looking for an out just as much maybe as she you actually did make out with someone oh Pro- she probably very well like, did this is easier we'll just blame it on him she's a very pretty girl in person oh, no. <laughs> oh. well not Andrew, in photos I have a surprise Find for your you. light sweetheart we have on the phone no. yeah I wish that's what we'll that would that be I mean you've, you've produced many skypes I <laughs> I am an expert on Skyping someone in. Before, I want to hear any others you have, but just as long as, you know, you're, oh, t- you're talking about this, like, five-year period of being an asshole or whatever. For any, for any, I guess, like... By the way, calibrate that by, like, I'm a Jew with total neuroses and can't be <laughs> a full asshole ever. You always have that much yeah. in into your, like, subconscious. Um for well yeah i mean straight women or anyone anyone listening who who is dating and feeling frustrated and has had an experience where they're like oh i just feel like no one out there wants to fucking whatever take this seriously or whatever can you give some insight maybe into your mindset of just like what you're thinking the mindset you were in that made you make the decisions you made and is there any way what's the specific question trying to ask i think a lot of people we always talk about in this podcast like it ultimately really is like timing. It, it's them, not you. And it's oh, timing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So just like, could anyone have really, by the time you met Jamie, I would say chances are you were probably coming into a mental state where yeah. like, whether you knew it consciously or not, you were over the drama of it and you were looking for something. Yeah. Could any girl have like brought you out of like you were tunnel vision. I just want to have some fucking fun for a few years. Yeah. But also knowing that like, the end game is eventually one of those, you know, somebody you'll meet somebody. So you were fun. open to the idea I was totally that like, open. okay. Yeah. Okay. Cause the whole time you're in a relationship or you're, you're dating, you're just like, Oh my God, this is awful. I just want to find somebody. And like, you know, you have like a Sunday afternoon where you're like, I have fucking nothing going on in my life. I wish I had somebody to like it's watch like, HBO yeah, with, watch tonight. Netflix with. 
you know, and then when you get in a relationship, then, you know, those are the, the that's right. What, that's what happens. But, but you enjoyed the <laughs> juggle of it at the time or I, just the like sort of gamey sort of just and not using game in a game. negative sense, but just like no, it's fun to be out there and be like, I hey. tell uh, her friends all the time, like, go like, don't overthink it. Yeah. Like, go on dates, pursue possible possibilities. Maybe you're not feeling it from the picture or like the messages back. And forth. But like, go, you never know. And also like, don't overthink the hooking up. Like, just fucking have fun. Right. Because mm. right. I think everybody needs that period. Because otherwise you'll get into, you'll eventually get into a serious relationship or get married. And if you didn't have that period, it's going to fucking come back to haunt you. Right. Yeah. Because you're going to be like, oh, you know. Like I, a ghost. At, yeah. At some point I'm you're going to be like, oh, I missed out on at least, you know, that like grass is always greener it's always right. gonna fuck with you because you're like exactly right because you're like oh no i did that but go have that's I out of my system have that five-year period i wouldn't trade it for anything because it i you know it got me to the point of like i'm ready right let's go i did I met all this. this person right and i got it you know mostly out of my system right. <laughs> i'm still single in these streets i'm kidding i'm kidding jamie if you're listening what about uh oh wait yeah you said you have another one (laughs) oh well then the other big theme of that five of that uh five year period is um hairy nipples oh boy now this happened to me yours no oh this happened to me twice in my time in new york 18 years in new york the first girl i ever went on a date with in new york we the first time we hooked up she had hairy nipples now how hairy are we talking noticeable okay like Thick or like a few like just like wiry well, so like outliers. The first time that first girl, I was just like, "Wow, I've never seen that before." And then they showed up, and then I don't think that was the. I think it was like a one-off with her, and then it, other things happened, which is why we didn't. Nothing happened with us. Sure. And then years later, in my J date years, I went out with a girl. And her boobs were like a very prominent part of her appearance. Sure. This was like, let's say this may have been one of the reasons why (laughs) I was excited about going out with her. Oh, sure. So when the shirt came off for the first time, I was just like, you have to know that your boobs are like a... A selling point. Are a selling point. (laughs) So they should be in good condition. (laughs) And there, there was... Some growth there so i chalked it up to a okay maybe she didn't know we, this was going to progress right. on this given night right second time all still there still all in there so well because i was, was gonna really, say i was gonna say you do know really that, tough to get past. that nipples are hairy inherently mostly of course and girls have to maintain them i understand that but i would say but i don't know, feel like it's also talked about enough. It's, it's not, not talked, talked about, about but yeah it's everyone's in there Shinuki is she's got hairy nipples okay. tanuki does have hairy nipples but this is a thing that's not talked about because uh, I bring it up often and people are like, what? And well, yeah, I get it. But like if you especially the se- the second time is unforgivable because, you know, now like, OK, we've done some stuff now that we go out again, more stuff is going to happen. Right. And I would say let's be ready. And to again, like no nipple shaming here. If that is something that you whatever. But it is a this weird was like a thing. Jappy Jewish girl who was not into like letting it grow well, and being that, natural. That's what I was going to say. Like, it's a weird, it, it is a weird thing if you are someone who does maintain like shaving your legs, shaving your armpits, doing, the whole your, presentation. doing your brows, but then you just skip yeah. the, the nipples. And, I, and then somebody, in telling them this story, somebody's theory was, well, maybe they were so big that she didn't see in the mirror because the nipple was pointing <laughs> down, which oh. I thought was funny. <laughs> but, how old was she that her she nips were pointing down? The, she was in the in her twenties, prime Jappy years. Wait, was it a full bush? No, not on the nipples. No. No, no, on her vagina. No, she was a hairy person. So she maintained, but she the did vagina. do intimate grooming. So it's not like she yeah. was just like I didn't know this was something we were supposed to do. Her badge so was she, in good shape. But just the nipples. That's so some, intriguing. There was nip, yeah, and it was just like by the second time I couldn't get past it. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I think that's a very she has since thing. married. Now, as has the dirty apartment girl. How do you know? Are you so fake? Oh, F- okay. FB friends yeah, with them? Of course. 
I don't. Un- Do I mean, you, you, I like to see what everybody's doing. I know. I would say I don't know if I really. If I like, if I end have up kids. right, if I end up becoming social media with friends with someone I'm dating, I don't think I've ever unfriended them. Yeah, it would have Unless, to be a thing. Like if something I, weird happens. More power yeah. to them if they want to unfriend me. That's right, cool. But right. I I keep it all going. You never know. So when do you, you when think you need something from them? Now I'm kind of curious to take. I'm trying to think of some of my friends who I've seen naked, and I don't think I've seen you naked. I've seen you. Have you? Wow. Ooh. <laughs> We're going in. When? Do you? Was this while I was sleeping? In Copenhagen. The, go, the ghosted, <laughs> right. the ghosted podcast locker room. <laughs> I don't consider somebody a good friend until I've seen them completely nude. I've seen all my friends naked. Definitely. Well, why are you holding out on me? I've seen you naked. No, guys, why are go- you holding out on me? Right I'll, now, I'll take off my. I'll stall hair. the time. I'll tell a story. You guys go show each other. No, I remember. Is, so now I want to like pull my friends to see if any of my girlfriends like. Shape don't know to like not talk to, yeah i would love to know nips. find out let me know hey don't email us here at ghostedstoriespodcast at gmail.com have you had hairy nipple stories yeah or are you a girl who just like just does not maintain her nips purposefully yeah no you, nipple shaming i, I mean look, no maybe, nipple shaming maybe it's not it's a, it's maybe it wasn't in her routine yeah so like she didn't know to look but the thing i'm saying is it's maybe weird she, it's one thing if you're just a girl who's like yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna like but do she my wasn't armpits like if that. I remember. That's what I mean. That's why it's weird. She was a it, very high it's maintenance one thing if you're like, girl. Yeah, whatever. I don't full bush shave my armpits if I remember. Like, who gives a fuck? I'm not buying into the whole like patriarchy shave every hair on my body thing. But if you shave every hair some of but the nipples, are hate me and think I'm an asshole. No, that's why we, why we need all perspectives. Um, but I we're, think we're agreeing with you. These are all stories from pre even the term ghosting. So yeah. But I think it's also like uh, nipple shaving. It's not something that is also like talked about. Where I feel like like everybody talks about shaving your pits, your legs, your vagina. But But why don't you then look down and see yourself naked and be like, oh, all this like hair on my nipples. It's interesting in 2018 when everything is talked about and everything has been. Nipple hair is still out there as like the uncharted. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Ladies, ghostedstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Hashtag. Nip hair, <laughs> nip hair stories. What are your thoughts? I'm interested. This would be a I'm good really episode interested. of Younger. It would be. Oh, Should yeah. we write to them? Yeah, get the the. I, well, yeah. So my friend, and then during this period, my friends all gave me shit because they were all married and they were like, "You're too picky. You break up with a girl because she has hair on her knuckles." <laughs> or like she, you'd see her toe and she has like one hair on like the, <laughs> you know. And, but and then was, that just is the classic. Like then you weren't that into her. Yeah. Right. Completely. Because if Jamie had, and Jamie might grow nipple hair, frankly, because oh, she's, she's gonna, pregnant she's right now. And you know, those hormones hair. are happening. Yeah, sure. There's going to be a lot of new hair on, yeah. on your wife. Strange most places. Yeah. And you There's going to be a so human being with hair that <laughs> emerges. <laughs> so crazy. Can and you believe insane. that you're yeah, going to raise wild. a tiny human? Yeah, a tiny human who's going to pick up all these quirks for me. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be like, son, one day you if might you, try to have sex with a girl who has hairy nipples. And you have to decide hair, don't how much freak out. you like that girl. Yeah. It's normal. What about any others to end on? Those, any are my bi- those are like my big three. Let's see. I I don't know. I was always so shallow as like a kid coming up. Like I just I like missed out on all kinds of like hooking up opportunities because of like. Oh, it went in at camp when I was a kid. This girl, I always tell the boogie, the bloody boogie story, Ooh. which is we were in free swim in the deep end, and I really liked this girl. And uh, as like fl- my way of flirting in the pool was to like dunk her head. Ugh. And she came up from being like dunked with like a huge bloody uh. boogie, <laughs> with like. <laughs> no. With so like blood like, in, in it. Oh, you know. God. And then I was like, then I was like. Oh God! And my instinct was just splash her in the face, and I was just like splashing her in the face. She's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And then, did you finally and tell then her? The boogie came off, and I watched it float into the drain. Oh, I'm gonna vomit. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. And I was out. I couldn't. After that, I like no. totally. That was like an early prepubescent ghost. That's a did prepube was, ghost. Was she still trying to like flirt with you? After I don't that? think she was ever into me. You right. mean after honest, you assaulted her and then threw yeah. water in her face? <laughs> that was how she you flirted as a twelve-year-old boy. 
was we'll she's like this guy tried to drown me. The only me. physical contact I was allowed with females was uh, in in Jewish folk Horsing dancing, around Jewish folk dancing, holding their hands, and maybe a hug on the Sabbath, and then in the pool when you got to like dunk them or splash <laughs> the boogie off their on face. The Sabbath. Yeah. She's weirdly like not on any social media. I've looked. I've looked for her. I've done sleuthing. I can't find her. She's probably well, Andrew. We have her. We here. found we her. The bloody boogie. It was his ba- after the final <laughs> rose. <laughs> Literally, only guys someday. Maybe for the. Oh, we have to. Do, well, we'll so talk shallow. about this after. I mean, but we're all shallow in some capacity. It just yeah, it just means that like yeah. We, there she was wasn't like your a, Jamie. I remember too, like one of my like one of the first pairs of boobs i ever saw she not hairy nipples i just again mostly to like make my friends laugh i was like she had she had pepperoni nerps oh (laughs) like they were more on the pepperoni (laughs) side you were just a stone cold bully at Jewish <laughs> no, like, no wonder you never wanted to leave because you were like the head i wasn't bully. a bully to them i was like cold. i would like talk shit as a kid. About, about, a, about a young girl's pepperoni I nipples. Know, That's she had horrible. The and now I love nerps and roni. <laughs> I love pepperoni. Also, we were at a Jewish camp where pepperoni was outlawed. You couldn't have what? it. What? Oh, yeah, because, of, cut, kosher. because of things. So, yeah, my, 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 shallow, my shallowness started at a young age. And I've, I've, as with eating vegetables, I've come a long way. Sure. Yeah. I'm well, I better. think that's I common. spinach now. That's common for all yeah. dudes. But I think um, we landed on something with nipple hair. Yeah, it happened no, to like me that. twice. It happened to me mm. twice. I like it, and we have a big discussion. I'm surprised it wasn't more times. Frankly, twice seems low for five years of whoring. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Well, okay, mo- so most girls, most girls know, take are out care there of the maintaining their nips. Um, on a scale of one to ten, are people going to think I'm a dick? No. <laughs> Why are you so self-conscious? Because you brought this, up hairy this nipples. Is neuro- this is the neuroses. <laughs> Listen, I lied to get out of a. You I take would, all my cues from 90210. We literally brought you on this podcast to talk about doing terrible dating things. Yeah. So yeah. you okay, did great at that. Mm-hmm. We've had way worse people on the show. Specifically, my wife just texted me that I'm going to love tonight's Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, uh, ooh, ooh, I it, just remember. If you tonight. if you want oh a gosh, window into our into our relationship, oh, it's like I can't all she younger it Bachelor you. in Paradise. Yes, yeah, is tonight like a premiere or something? No, it's Last the second episode. Was. Oh god, it's the best of the Bachelor franchise shows. I just feel and like this is I an especially good batch of people in Paradise. Like last yeah. year, Paradise was shit. Yeah, I in those five years, I would love to have been cast on. Um, a bachelor show just to get on bachelor in paradise because it seems like the best show for just being dtf right (laughs) i still i feel like i didn't get in the bachelor early enough and then anytime i think maybe i should get in i feel like oh but it's gone on so long it's gonna like be over soon and then it keeps going on so should i just do it yeah i jumped in with nick vile for no reason and now i'm in now you're in vile because right. vile sounds, but he's way but too is looking. He vile? He's way too good looking to call him vile. But that's the joke of it too. Is like the bachelors and bachelorettes are like not people you would actually want to date. Like they're horrible. But that's what's funny. It's yeah, it's pretty ridiculous, and it's just getting way. You know the way the real world got so casted. Right now, this show is so casted. But right. it was good in the first like ten seasons were great when it was like real people with real jobs. Now it's like. Everyone's in on the joke. Right. Yeah. And people, right, right, right. But Bachelor in Paradise is, Bachelor Pad was the best. Because there what was, that? that was like fucking yeah, Armageddon. And then they tweaked the, they tweaked the whole format to make it Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, Bachelor Pad was a house. And it was cast offs from the show. Got it. But then right. they turned it into like so an So can I just show. watch Bachelor in Paradise without watching The Bachelor? Yeah, you don't need fucking you backstory. Need it right? barely even comes up. Okay, great. And they do so many recap packages, you, you can jump right in. It just, right. They're made for people like me. And so many guys watch The Bachelor now, you can talk to them about I it. I can get it, yeah. I can. We've come full circle. <laughs> um, you guys, Andrew, thank you so much oh for coming goodness. out to Astoria thank on you. a Bachelor in Paradise you, night. Um, I mean, to you. what do we owe the pleasure? Uh, well, I, I, before I get into my plugs. Yes, please. I just want to say it's so cool. You know, like I'm, just so excited for you and super proud of like uh you know i know it's been a 
it's been like a struggle to be taken seriously a on camera and b like in like uh managerial and supervisor you know senior level positions mm -hmm. and so for both of those things to sort of happen for you i you know thank I love all you that andrew thank See, you I'm very not much i'm not that i'm not really me. an asshole but like you know <laughs> when thank i saw you. that you were made showrunner yeah i was just like yeah yeah like our little people office. make me showrunner and then I shit on the network yeah. that did it for me. I, join the crowd <laughs> and you, my new friend. Yeah, nice to meet you. You too. Um, <laughs> you can follow me at Ange Gold on Twitter, A N G E G O L D, and Instagram, Goldstein Andrew. It's my name backwards. And then uh, open late with Peter Rosenberg. Oh, and my podcast. And your podcast. Sorry, I, know, I was gonna fucking bury the lead. Sorry, I've been so busy. It's on. It's part of the Showbiz uh, network of podcasts. But uh, yeah, find us on iTunes. Sorry, I've been so busy. We have like some of the best. We have some you of the have greatest had guests. Incredible guests. We had Phil Rosenthal. Oh my god. We had Nick Lachey. You had Nick Lachey. We had the dude from New York One. Uh, Pat Kiernan. Pat Kiernan. <gasps> now I'm listening. So now I'm in. You had Damien Fahey, former yeah. host of Terrell. You had Chelsea White. Hosted, we had Chelsea White, one of our first guests. Yeah. But yeah, we get we really try to book really, really actually busy people yeah. and like break down what it is they're actually busy with all all day. And we have a lot of fun. And That's we've we, Matt podcast. and I went to camp together. Now it's really full and circle. And now it's all So full sorry circle. I've been so busy on iTunes. Yes. At busy podcast on Twitter and and Facebook. Got Listen it. to it. Follow everything. Andrew, good luck oh, raising your tiny human. I'm if so glad we got to catch up. If there's ever a reason to come to Queens, it's to come on <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> to come on like a whatever hour and a half, however long it took you here. Yeah. On a Bachelor in Paradise night. Andrew, yes, let's um, shit on MTV some more offline. Oh, God. Uh, I can't wait to teach your tiny human about drinking responsibly. <laughs> I would love you to babysit. Let's <laughs> <laughs> take that back right now you're Let's gonna regret you that you already regret that statement all right <laughs> we'll see you guys next week bye everyone boo